0: glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, we're continuing on the book of Hebrews, and we're in the second chapter. Now, we talked about yesterday the first chapter of Hebrews and the beginning of the second chapter also. Now, I mentioned this in the other session. Let me point it out to you again. We find that God has put man over the earth and put everything under his feet. Now, that's what he did for Adam. You find that in Genesis, the first chapter, he said... God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion. Let them have dominion. I'm not going to lord it over them. I'm not going to make them do all these things. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and all the things that creepeth on the earth. So this was God's way of saying that I'm giving the earth to man. And that's essentially what he did. He gave him an earth lease on it, and Adam was God of the world. Now, there's something else here, and again, here we're running over some material that we did on the subject of angels, but yet, I still think we need to bring it out, because it's very vivid here in this passage of Scripture. It's hard to teach this unless you point this out, because verse 7 here in Hebrews, the second chapter, says, Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Now, he made him lower than the angels, meaning that they were mortal. That does not mean that man was created on a lower order than angels. Now, some people have taken it to mean that. that, Well, man was created lower than angels, but man was created on a higher order than angels. Now, he fell below angels. You see, when Adam sinned, he became mortal. He fell below angels, and angels are immortal. Adam was not immortal when he was created but he had access to the tree of life. He could have become immortal by the choice. Now, here he says, Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownest him with glory and honor. Now, it says the same thing about Jesus, made a little lower than the angels. But he's talking about the fact that he was made mortal and not immortal. So man was a mortal being. He could have chosen immortality, by eating of the tree of life and live forever. But God put him out of the garden after his sin, so that wouldn't happen. Now, come over with me back to the 8th chapter of Psalms, and let me point out again that here in verse 5 it says, For thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Now, the word angels here in the Hebrew text, in the Old Testament, it's translated from the word Elohim. does not mean angel at all. It means God's. It's plural for God. Thou madest him a little lower than God's. Now that sets it in a whole different light. You see, if you read Hebrews, the second chapter, the Greek word there that's translated angel is the word for angel. But they got it from this passage of Scripture, which in the original text, the word translated angel here in the Old Testament was not angel at all. Now, when the Apostle Paul picked it up over here and spoke it here, they translated angel here. But the Hebrew word was Elohim, which means God. So he was made a little lower than God's. Now, that puts a whole different light on it. See, Adam was God of the earth. Now, of course, you would spell that with a little g. That does not mean that man is God, Almighty God. Certainly not. But he was created to have dominion. Now, the other reference to that, if you want to look it up, and I, I don't want to take the time to go into that in depth because we did deal with it in the other session of the other trimester on angels, but in John, the 10th chapter, verse 31, I believe it is, somewhere along there, they came to Jesus and they got to accusing him and said, well, you've made yourself out of God because he said, I and my Father are one. And Jesus came back at him and said, well, now, you know, here you are trying to, condemn me because I said, I and my Father are one. He said, the Scripture said and cannot be broken that ye are gods. Well, what's it talking about when Jesus said the Scripture said ye are gods? Well, this is the verse he's referring to here is this verse and also Psalms 82. I think it'd be good. Let's take a little bit of time and go back and refresh your memory with that. Psalms 82 tells us that God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. So here you have the word God in the first verse here. It's translated God. Standeth in the congregation of the mighty. Now the word mighty is the word Elohim. And then when you come down and it says, He judgeth among the gods, the word gods there is translated from the same word, Elohim. So it is God that standeth in the congregation of the Elohim. He judgeth among the Elohim, or he judgeth among the gods. Now, for fear of getting in trouble for translating this with too many gods and situations, they didn't know what to do with it. Now, if you follow this down, someone might say, Well, I know it's talking about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, but look at verse 2. How long will you judge unjustly and accept the person of the wicked? Now, who is he accusing, judging unjustly? The Father, the Son, or the Holy Ghost? Now, see, it sounded pretty good until you get to verse 2. Well, it's not talking about the Father, the Son, or the Holy Ghost. It's talking about man. He judgeth among the gods, the people that he has created and put on earth to be God over this planet, to rule over it. Now, as he comes on down, notice, he says, verse 5, "...they know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness all the foundations of the earth are out, of course." I have said, Ye are gods, and all of you the children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men, and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. So here you find that God said, Ye are gods. Ye are rulers. You're the one to dominate in the earth. Now that's part of the reason that it said back here in the fifth verse that he said unto the angels that he not put in subjection the world to come because he intends for us to be rulers and reign with Christ in the world to come, as well as on this earth. So, when we talk about being made a little lower than the angels, I think the Greek text says here in Hebrews 2, says, for a little time lower. In other words, man fell a little lower than the angels. He became mortal. He was not immortal like angels, so you could say he is lower now than angels, but man was created on a higher order And to bring that out to you, just stop and think for a minute. That when God created Adam and put him on the earth, he said, you can eat of all the fruits of the garden, but of the tree of knowledge of blessing and calamity thou shalt not eat. Now God gave him all these things that he could do, and he said, in the day that ye eat thou, you'll surely die. Now God told him what would happen if he did. But what we have to realize is that God gave Adam the ability of choice, and the right to choice. Angels did not have the right of choice. They had the ability of choice. They could choose, but they didn't have the right to it. That's what got Lucifer in trouble. That's what got the third of the angels in trouble that fell with Satan, was that they made a choice they didn't have a right to make. But when God created Adam and put him on this planet, he gave him not only the ability of choice, but the right to it. He was God over this planet. Spell it with a little g now. That meant he was ruler over this planet. Now, the Apostle Paul picks up on this in 2 Corinthians 4, 4, when he says, Whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not. Now, see, he's referring to Satan there. But where did Satan get the title of being God of the world? See, he had to get it from Adam. It's the only place he could have got it. He usurped the authority of Adam, and he got the title from Adam, because Adam was created to be ruler of the earth. And mankind was to be God over the earth, subordinate to God, of course. See, they were under authority of God, but they were the over of the earth under God. Now, as we understand this then, as we go on, he says, Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet, for him that he put all in subjection under him. He left nothing that was not put under him. Notice he left nothing that was not put under him. Everything was put under him. Now this is under man and this is under Jesus. The latter part of verse 8 says, But now we see not yet all things put under him. Talking about man. All things are not put under man. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. Now here we see that Man does not have everything put under him yet, but we understand that it will be done. And Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father until his enemies have made his footstool, until man puts it under his feet. But here we do see Jesus, because he put it all under him, and he was made exactly like man. Now, you see... This is why that Jesus was made a little lower than the angels. They are immortal and cannot die. Jesus was made mortal so he could die, so he could suffer for mankind and deliver mankind. And deliverance came because of his suffering. Verse 10 says, For it became him for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, and bring many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect, through suffering, In other words, it made our salvation perfect. The suffering of Jesus made our salvation perfect. For both he that sanctifieth, Jesus is the one that sanctified, and they who are sanctified are all of one. In other words, this is telling you that Jesus became a man to bring eternal redemption to us. He had to have a physical body like a man. He had to suffer like a man. He had to be able to die like a man. And to do that, he had to be a man. I don't think the church has ever understood that. That Jesus became a man. First of all, he was a man. Oh, he was deity, all right. He was a son of God, but he was a man. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Before I leave the broadcast, I'll remind you that all of this week we have CD offer number 7306 entitled, The Ministry of Angels. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $27. You remember in the Old Testament in Exodus, the 23rd chapter, God said to Israel, for mine angel shall go before thee, and bring thee into the Amorites, the Hittites, the Persiavites, the Canaanites, the Hivites, the Jebusites, and I'll cut them off. Now, he assigned a special angel to them to lead them to the Promised Land. But did you know that they didn't get to the Promised Land? The people that he first said that to, they all died in the wilderness with the exception of Joshua and Caleb because they would not speak what God said. They would not agree with what God said. God said, I've given you the land. Go in and possess it. They went in there to search out the land and came back with an evil report. Ten of the spies did. Twelve went in. Ten came back and said, We're not able to possess the land. There are giants over there. Joshua and Caleb saw the same giants. They came back and said, We're well able. Let's go in at once. And here's the point that we talk about in these series. The fact that even the angel, the angel of the Lord that had been assigned to them to lead them to the promised land, couldn't get them to the promised land if they did not obey or keep the word of God in their mouth, and they died in the wilderness. That's offer number 7306. If you don't keep God's word in your mouth, you won't have faith in your heart to do the things that you need to do in life. Ministry of Angels, offer number 7306. 3 CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $27. Toll-free order line 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call one 396 9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.